if the Houston Texans want their secondary to be one of the best in the league, it's going to reside on the shoulders of second-year cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. Is he performing well? Is he showing promise? We're going to talk about it next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter or X, as they call it now, uh, at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson podcast. Go check that podcast out if you're a Clemson fan and you're listening to this show. Guys, thank you. Happy Monday, first off. Happy Monday, and thank you all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every single day, Monday through Friday. Thank you all for being the family, but also being our every single dayers. And you talk about having a big show, man. It's week one of preseason. And we're still talking training camp because training camp is going on. So who's going to be in our Coach Mup segment? Offensive tackle rookie for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Broderick Jones. In the training camp spotlight, Devin Chain, rookie running back for the Miami Dolphins. And we're going to kick the show off talking about is talking about Derek Stingley, second-year player out of LSU for the Houston Texans. Is he beginning to show promise? Well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss it, man. We're going to discuss it. But before we get into that, guys, before we get into that, got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors today, Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com. So that's Locked On NFL or enter the promo code Locked On NFL for a white tech hat with any order. You will not want to take off your Bird Dogs. We promise you. Guys, listen to me. Derek Stingley Jr., you know, last year, you know, he went, he was selected third overall. Um, and he went to a situation where it was weird with a, a coach that doesn't play a ton of man to man, but he's a man to man corner. So it, it was a little odd, right? But is he starting to show promise? Is the CB1 of the 2022 NFL draft, is it solidified as just Sauce Gardner and then CB2 being Tariq Willett? Is it over? Is the race complete? It is not. I think Derek Stingley is going to put himself back in that conversation in 2023. And hear me out and understand why. For me, again, it's the changing of the guard in terms of the defensive system. You had a cover two, a Tampa two style defensive coordinator in Lovey Smith, who was there last year when he was drafted in his rookie year, that, you know, drafted this young man, he fell into a situation where the, the, the skill set and player doesn't fit the scheme. And, you know, he, he battled injuries and everything um, last year as well. So for me now, looking at what he has as a defensive coordinator, to me, a much better defensive coordinator, much better fit for him with D'Amico Ryans, a guy that will put his players in the right position because he understands what he needs to do. Some coaches get hung up on scheme. I don't I don't believe that with D'Amico Ryans. And talking to some of my sources down there, so they're running a little bit more cover four and more man-to-man, um, allowing these DBs to literally play uh, man-to-man coverage, whether it's up at the line or playing kind of off, soft shoe, soft press with some cushion. And then you, you read the reports, yes. Listen, when you play man-to-man, understand something. When you play heavy man-to-man, 
you're going to get beat. So yes, you you will see some. You've probably seen some of the clips of Nico Collins beating him. I think as Xavier Hutchinson uh, got over got got over the top of him and beat him down the field on, on a deep ball. But then you see you hear when you know I think it's, it's a clip of Jalen Petrie being mic'd up at practice, and he's like, "Sting, I need you. I need something from you. I need something from you." And that was the the practice. He got the pick six on C.J. Stroud, right? So. I think that was the first pad at practice and everything. So the what, reason why, I, for me, I'm I'm believing that that, that Stingley's going to put usher himself and put his name in that tier of the you know of those uh those top corners. I think just the scheme fits better, man. When you have a guy that's so athletic, and when I tell you when you talk about athleticism, Derek Stingley Jr. was rumored to potentially be tried out and not just tried out, but to get snaps his final year at LSU without before the injuries. Um, at, at wide receiver to play both sides, right? And it's like, wait a minute, y'all go have him playing some wide receivers? Yes, because he's a legit four three, low four three, four you know four four type of athlete. But you know, I've, I've you know listened to, him, I've seen his press conferences. He's add on. He's he said he's add on a uh, substantial amount of muscle, but he's still the same weight. So talking about trimming down and, and, and turning that that body fat to to as, as minimal as possible, and then allowing you know replacing any of that body fat with muscle and just his everything that he brings to the table, man. It's a pure man to man corner. You see the ability to click and close from depth, uh, the footwork. And I've seen clips of him working with Tank Dell, who's probably one of their best route runners and releasers, um, you know, on that team. And he's just a rookie, but the quickness, the footwork, and you see the patience staying square, staying leveled, different things like that. Yes. Some guys can play cover three zone and, and, and that's what you only have to worry about deep thirds. Right. But if you're playing man to man, you're playing cover four, you're playing with match man principles at a high level and in a high clip, it, it just changes, it changes things. And, and you have to do, you have to be prepared to defend everything. And I think Stingley, being, you know, being healthy, being in, in this new regime, Jalen Petrie in the back end. Like, I, I, I really think that this 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 is a situation where Derek Stingley Jr. to me is going to shine. I think he's going to shine. He will be uh, back up in, the t- in terms of that CB1, CB2 type of conversation from the 2022 NFL draft. I think he's going to stamp himself as one of the best young corners in the NFL in 2023. And it's just starting with getting better and better in training camp. Uh, like I said, being able to blanket wide receivers because even though he got beat a couple times early in camp, especially then you read the reports about him like really locking guys up. Get you know big Nico Collins, I think is six three, six four, if I remember correctly, big body, two twenty uh, or something like that. You know, really good athlete, can high point all that stuff, right? And I think that's that's the main thing is that the iron the iron is sharpening the iron, guys. Like I don't want it, it sounds good when you say, well, my cornerback's not getting beaten in, in camp. All right, so that means either A, your receivers are not good, or B, you know, he's not getting tested, or C, it's just, I mean, this coverage wins, right? And, and, he, and he could be in, not saying that, you know, you, 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 want your, you want your corner out there getting torched, but you want to see that back and forth win because I don't want a guy being uh, batting a 1,000 in training camp, right, not getting beaten in training I don't want you batting a 1,000 in training camp. I want you to 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 deal with some struggles, deal with the highs and lows, and having that short term memory. Okay, you just got beat for a fifty yard touchdown. All right, cool. Next next rep, next eleven on eleven, they try you again. Pick six it, right? Have that short term memory, man. So I think that's the main thing for me, guys, is that I, I think Stingley brings that to this to this defense. And now having a year under his belt, healthy, like I said, new regime. I'm gonna keep saying a new regime, new defense. I believe in D'Amico Ryan's, and I believe in what he's building. 
And I feel like he's going to put this young man. Then when you have two safeties in the back, Jalen Petrie, right? And then Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward has been, has, has played under the, the tutelage of D'Amico Ryans. Talking about a guy who can be that kind of that, that, that big veteran voice in the, in, in the locker room to help those guys get under, get uh, an understanding of what Coach Ryans is looking for from his defenders. And then, again, you're talking about leadership too. Stingley brought guys down uh, to, to Hawaii to train and get ready for the season and work on different things, man. All I'm saying is this. Sauce, Tariq Woolen, those guys had tremendous, outstanding rookie years. And Stingley seems like a, for, it seems like a, a, a forgotten guy. I afterthought of sorts. Don't 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 do that. Don't make that mistake with Derek Stingley Jr. I truly believe that this young man is going to uh, shine. I believe that he's going to turn the spotlight and the the, the stage light on himself and say, "Watch me perform as as one of the best corners in the NFL and one of the best young guys in the NFL in 2023, guys." So for me. Is he showing promise? Is the stock up? It, 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 is the arrow pointing upwards? It absolutely is. So I'm rocking with my guy, Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback for the Houston Texans. But, guys, you talk about spotlight, stage light, things being bright. Running back Devin Chain. If there's anybody that I truly believe that can keep Dalvin Cook off of their roster and be the reason for it, I think Devin Chain can do that. So I'm going to talk about his stake to keep Dalvin Cook as a free agent and off the Miami Dolphins and why, what I'm looking forward to him going into his first preseason game coming up next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Finding pants that fit, that are flexible and comfortable and versatile, it's not easy. I can tell you from personal experience, but let me introduce you to Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make me look good, so they're going to make you look good, guys. I love their stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look, especially after the hours during leg day in the gym. Their shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon's, but they fit way better. They also fit better than those restricting Stiff cotton-made shorts that you have in the back of your your uh, dresser drawers in your closets. They use a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but they stretch and give you that way slimmer fit without sacrificing all the movement, guys. And you're gonna love, you are going to love the anti-stinking sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long, especially during the summer heat in those days where it's extremely hot, guys. So listen to me, listen to me clear. What you want to do is go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or put the promo code in locked on NFL for a free white tech out tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com locked on NFL or promo code code locked on nfl for a free white tech hat you will not want to take off your bird dogs we promise you the training camp and preseason spotlight is on rookie running back for the miami dolphins devin a chain guys you start seeing some buzz from him and i remember i think one of my guys thing was ray garvin shout out to my boy ray gq uh you know had put out you know he's like man i'm not seeing a lot of devin a chain and then shortly after that, we start seeing more clips and more uh, uh, highlights or, or talks from uh, camp uh, regarding Devin Chain. And I think the spotlight is, is on this young man, right? Because we all know, first of all, Dalvin Cook being a free agent and everybody feel like that's the, the, the missing piece for this team, for the Miami Dolphins to be a Super Bowl contender. And I'm not going to sit here and disagree with that. Dalvin Cook is still one of the better backs in the NFL. He fits this wide zone, stretch zone type of run game perfectly, right? 100%. But if there's, I feel like there's, if there's any rookie or any running back on the roster that can keep him at bay and, and prove to their team that like, you don't need to bring him in, give me the rock during the season 
um, to, to, to really let me care, help carry you to the promised land. I feel like that's Devin A. Chain, the rookie running back, the speedster, the world-class track star, right? The 100 and 200 meter guy from, from Texas A. And then we know that he has, he, I mean, he, for most teams, he's probably the fastest guy on the team. But he just joined the track team. He, he basically joined Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, uh, uh, of course, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. All these guys are burners. And now you just add him to the mix. So for him in training camp, you just want to see him continue to compound those days, right? I mean, I saw the clip of him just weaving, weaving and bobbing and weaving through traffic at, a, at such a fast pace to move at the level uh, of effort that he was moving. It was just effortless. But he never broke stride. It, it's literally just moving through bodies in the, in the defense as he's a pro and climbing. As he's climbing, it's just boom, 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 boom. And you're like, okay, I like to see that from him, right? And, and, and it's crazy because a lot of people, I always said this when I watched him at Texas A&M, I knew he was fast. I knew he was explosive. But there's times where I'm just watching him, I'm like, man, He's just gliding. It don't even look like he's running that fast. He's gliding. Know that clip? Oh, no. You could tell. He was moving. Young boy was moving, man. So I think for him, and what I want to continue to see, especially whenever, you know, if he does play in, in week one of the preseason, you know, some teams are a little iffy about that. But mostly is they're more iffy about starters. I, I, was, I mean, Izzy Abandicanda played in the, in the Hall of Fame game. For the New York Jets, I would not be. I would. I would be shocked, really, if Devin A. Chain didn't get at least a series or two from the Miami Dolphins in Week One of the preseason. Uh, and I think for him, it's just showcasing. Hey, for when I can handle the rigors of playing NFL running back, right? The 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 the, the running between the tackles, taking hits, because people were always concerned about his size and and his frame and everything of that nature. But I think that's the that's the biggest thing to me right now is just showcasing that he can handle that with the pads on. Right. It's always a, it's always a, a different thing when you're handling, um, you know, shirt, uh, shorts and shells. But when it's a full padded practice or a full padded game and that the, 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 the defense is not your teammates, they don't have to pull up. They don't have to let up. Right? Can can you showcase contact balance? Can you handle the physicality? Can you fall forward in opportunities and run through uh, would-be tacklers and, and get that extra yard or two to get that first down on third and nine or third and five? Can you fall forward across the across the line of scrimmage, across the first down marker? Can you do that? All right? I, I think he can, but he's got to show it. At the end of the day, he's got to show it. But that speed, right, understanding, continue, continuously showcasing Yes, I'm a burner, but I'm patient in my process. And if he does that, I think that you will get a situation or you will have a situation where this young man is out there really showcasing his ability at a high clip in a full, complete skill set. So for me, Devin H. And also, also with a guy of his, with a player of, of his speed, his athletic magnitude, I want to get more pass catches out of him, more receptions. Get him in the screen game. Get him, you know, motion him out into the slot. Run some stuff with him because I feel like that's a that's a that's a part of his game that that's that's not fully has never fully been unlocked. And I think that's how you really take this offense to the next level for the Dolphins, right? When you tell Tua, hey, check it down, right? If you're going to see single uh, too high, not single high, but you're going to see because not, not too many teams are going to run single high against this offense. But if you're going to see too high, right? And you had Devin Aitchin out there in this third down. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, why not? Why not go ahead and get him, you know, uh, Texas angle routes out of the backfield, you know, follow routes, you know, whip routes, different things like that. Motion him out and again, match up against some of these linebackers. If it's too high and it's man to man and they got a linebacker on him, 
Tua, that's your coverage indicator. To me, I, I'm that's your that's really your first read. Look for that. Because if he runs his whip route, he runs his drag route, he runs his slant route, whatever, and he's got that separation, hit him. Because now if we get some of the blocks to second and third level, this can turn into a big explosive play, baby. And that's what you want. That's what you want. So for me, I, I just want to see more of that too with him when I'm talking about being under the spotlight, just showing a full case, full array of your of your talents and your skill set, young man, because you are very talented. You have everything that, 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 you, that you look for, speed, elusiveness, footwork, patience, pacing, right, his runnability. Uh, you know what I'm saying? His runnability to find uh, running running lanes and uh, cutback lanes and things of that nature. I think this is a uh, uh, this was a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Just depends on how soon we will see him get a, a bulk of the workload and everything. So we'll see how that goes. But it's a guy that I, I'm, I'm excited to see. And, and like I said, at the end of the day, he's got the speed you can't teach. And I, and I think I tweeted this out during the draft season. Devin A. Chain is not a track, a track star playing football. He's a football player that runs track. There's a difference. You know, when you see some guys who run in four, two, four threes, and they're 10, four, 10, six, 10, three, or whatever in the 100 meter dash, but they don't have the nuance of playing in their, their position, playing in whatever position they're playing, running back, wide receiver, whatever it is. They don't have the nuance of playing that position it's on the football field. They're a track guy playing football. But when you have the nuance of playing, your your position, but also being a deadly track athlete with world class speed. You're a football player that also runs track. You're a two sport athlete, dual threat athlete, dual sport athlete. So that's kind of the difference. And I tweeted that out because I really believe that Devin H is a running back that also runs track. But guys, listen, that's the spotlight. But the light is also shining in our coach him up segment. The Pittsburgh Steelers coaches. I'm talking to you. Offensive tackle, rookie offensive tackle, my OT1 of the 2023 NFL Draft, Broderick Jones. Is he a good fit? I believe he is. But y'all got, you guys got to get him coached up. You got to coach him up and get him ready for week one if he's going to be your starter. So we're going to talk about him next and what they need to do to get him ready coming up on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. What is America's number one sports book? FanDuel. And right now, guys, you're going to love this. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is going to give you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on your Super Bowl winner, FanDuel gives you the opportunity to win bonus bets every time your team, your Super Bowl winner, wins during the regular season. Let me repeat that. If your Super Bowl winner wins during the regular season, every time they get a victory, you get bonus bets back every single time. Just pick a team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get those bonus bets for every victory they have during the regular season. And with those bonus bets, you can bet on everything from the spread, the player props, over-unders, and so much more. So if it's the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Chargers, whoever you bet on, they can help you win bonus bets all season. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers, Matt Canada, the whole staff, offensive staff. You have yourself a beast on your hands that you just got to mold in the right way. Broderick Jones, rookie offensive tackle. I'm excited for this. And I feel like this is a situation. We First round pick, and I was so happy to see him go here because he's going to help Najee Harris and Kenny Pickett, right? Help be physical, athletic up front, and, and dominate the trenches. But what does he need? He's a, he's a one-year starter. 
He only started one full season at the University of Georgia. So you think about the things that he needs to work on, consistency with his technique, right? Consistency with his plan, studying and consistently learning. The word is consistency here. Learning how to handle NFL the variety of NFL rushes, right? Because you will hear uh, a couple, I think it was a couple of days ago, where he went four for four in the team drills or one-on-ones and pass protection. Then recently, you heard about Cam Hayward getting underneath his pads and long-arming him and taking him for a ride. So what does that mean? Is that even though he's so physical, he's got 34, almost 35-inch arms, crazy, really great ringspan for a six-foot-four, 315-pound tackle, he's still raw in certain aspects. So what does he need to do is just learn how to handle those different guys, handle the Vaughn Millers, handle the Miles Garretts, right? See the TJ Watts and the Alex Highsmiths at practice. But also, when you think about the twists and stunts and the, the, the different games that, that they run on the defensive line in the NFL, uh, you got to deal with the Cam Haywards, right? You got to deal with the Aaron Donalds. You got to deal with those, those type of guys, the Vita Veyas, that will actually slant in your direction to free up the edge rusher that's going to work back inside. He's the, sur- he's, he's the guy that's going to create the surge, and he's going to attack you to create that surge, right? So you got to deal with those things, right? But at the end of the day, Again, physical, he's a dominant type of athlete. I remember I think he, he, he reached 19, almost 20 miles per hour uh, on the GPS during practices in open field at over 300 pounds. Yes, this is an athletic kid, and this young man is so talented, right? You know, his hand strength, his grip strength, and he's just got to learn how to play within himself down to down, snap to snap, game to game. And I think if he does that, he can be – at the end of the day, it's like what are your what is your plan? If your plan is to, of sorts, work them around slowly, okay, cool, do that. Whatever your plan is, I always say draft with a plan, whatever your plan is. Because you had Dan Moore, who's been there, I think, two years, and he's been, I would say, admirable at left tackle. But I've, I've, when I watched him at Texas A&M, I always felt that Dan Moore was better at guard. And this is a situation where if Roger Jones is going to be brought on slowly, that means you trust Dan Moore to kind of carry the load while Roger Jones is um is getting up to speed. But if you're on the opposite end of that spectrum, if your plan is for him to be the day one starter, to be the starter opening week of the NFL season, week one, your day one starter, what you would need to do is get him prepared and get him prepared now. I would that means if, if that's the case, I remember last year, because my comp, me and Keith, me, you know, of course Keith's not here, but me and Keith's comp for Broderick Jones was Iki Aquanu. Ike McQuanu for the for, for the uh, Carolina Panthers, who went sixth overall in the 2022 NFL draft. And great, you know, great kid, uh, outstanding athlete, physical, pancake guy, all of that good stuff. They're very almost carbon copies, in my honest opinion. Well, I remember going to Carolina Panthers training camp last year and listening to Brian Burns talk about, yeah, you, you're not going to run through Icky, but Icky has to learn how to block these twitchy, explosive, bendy edge rushers like myself. So, but what Matt Rule was doing was, uh, Brady Christensen, you get snaps at left tackle. All right, now, um, you know, now, Icky, you get snaps at left tackle. Instead of just, hey, man, you know what? I know that you're going to be the, my left tackle. Just get all the snaps, right? So my thing is this. I'm not saying you just award a guy, but if you know that that's going to, you want him to be your day one starter, reps, 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 reps. Reps are pivotal. If you don't have the reps, you can't build consistency. Consistency. You can't learn what you messed up on and go correct at the very next play in pass protection. You can't do that. You can't. You need to have the reps. So 
if if I have any advice just for for the coach them up segment from this coach them up segment to the Pittsburgh Steelers coaches, just have your plan. You know what it is. Execute it. If he's going to be your day one starter, give him the reps now. Let him let him learn. Let him win. Right. Let him succeed. Let him fail. Let him taste both ends of the the of the of the spectrum. Let him know what it feels like. Right. Let him know what it feels like to succeed as a left tackle in the NFL, but also also fail as a left tackle, and then he can figure out how to turn his failures into success. So that's why I that's my 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 advice for the coach him up segment to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And shout out to Mike Tomlin, one of the best uh, coaches in the NFL. Love that guy, and, and I, I have high hopes uh, for this for the Steelers offense. Man, they got some players, and hopefully they can get this offensive line solidified. And that starts on the edges. And I think Broderick Jones can and will help that when he gets into the lineup. But, guys, shout out to y'all for being the everydayers, man. Thank y'all for always, man. Uh, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Um, hit the Once you subscribe on YouTube, like and comment on the videos, guys. Talk to us because we do talk back. But also hit the bell notification so you're notified whenever we drop content on the channel, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, also, like I said, on the audio side too, man, go subscribe and download, share, and leave a five-star review. Uh, to, on tomorrow's episode, we're getting ready for more preseason, man. We're going to talk about some more preseason spotlight candidates. Uh, guy, you know, what we're expecting for some of the rookies and second-year players. we got that coming all week, man, because preseason football is here. In terms of Twitter, you can find the follow me there. DP underscore NFL. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.